Welcome to the Fitbox Podcast. This is your host, Joseph Frankie. Glad you're here listening. On our podcast, we talk about two main things. First and foremost, we interview members of Fitbox so that way you can hear their stories about how they're repaying debt, how they're saving for retirement, buying homes, all this type of stuff really to give you motivation and some different ideas. That's the first thing we talk about. The second thing our podcast do is we take individual finance topics and go through them in more detail. So that way you can say, does this apply to me? And how does this apply to my plan? So if you have questions or you want to sign up for Fitbucks, you can do so in the show notes, fitbucks.com, build your profile, schedule a call. We'll be talking to you soon. Enjoy the episode. Welcome to the podcast. If you're watching on YouTube, welcome there as well. We got an awesome episode today for you. It's all about an example of how financial services, I'll say inadvertently, can screw you. Even if you think that you're working with someone that has your back, it still doesn't doesn't matter. Like how you guys need to understand some of this. This is actually a specific story about buying a house and mortgages. And it's going to show you a major trap people are getting into, especially right now. And the big thing is that this story shows is it's actually something that I learned in 2007 about mortgages and, and the industry in general and why I'm so excited about building Fitbook. So that way this does this type of stuff doesn't happen to each one of you. Um, and it's going to show you how like mortgage brokers, they're not necessarily there to help you because they don't know much about financial planning and risk mitigation strategies and all that type of stuff. So it's going to teach you a lot of stuff that you need to understand about money. So I hope that you guys got your listening ears on. Let's dig right into it. Before we do start, if you are listening on the podcast, be sure to subscribe. If you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, hit the notification bell. It will give you notifications when new episodes are out. So that way you can keep learning. It helps us grow. It's a win-win situation for everyone. Let's dig into this story and this scenario. Okay, so this is a a fun one of mine because it is a Fitbucks member, but also... It happens to be a really good friend of mine, okay? Um, And I just wanted to shake the shit out of him when he came to me with this. Um, But he's he's in the process of buying a house, okay? And they're using a real estate agent that I love. In fact, I use her. She's one of my real estate agents. I've had relatives use her. In fact, since we moved to Texas, I think we've had six, seven, eight people buy houses through her. So love this real estate agent. Um, for some reason, like my friend knows that I have mortgage brokers that I use too, that I trust. Um, but he didn't ask me for them. I guess they had somebody that, I don't know, like a company that they had worked with in the past, or something like that with his family. So they decided to use them. Um, by the way, guys, if you, if you're thinking about the, the mortgage brokers that I recommend, yes, they are on Fitbooks. They're our partners, Movement Mortgage and Neo Home Loans. Um, Movement Mortgage, I've used you know, his name is Mike Gleason. I've used him on countless deals. Uh, Neo Home Loans is great, especially for medical professionals. Um, it, it's, long story short, he didn't ask me for them at first. I'll dig into that a little bit more a little bit later on. So here, here's a scenario, okay? They were about to buy a house and put an offer in on the house. And they go to this mortgage broker. And the broker tells them that the 30-year principal and interest loan was at 7.5%, okay? Now, for those of you that don't know what a principal and interest loan is, it's basically every month you're paying part principal, part interest, 
the interest rate is fixed, so it's at 7.5%. It would be that way for 30 years until or until you pay off the mortgage. Okay. Now, on those mortgages, what ends up happening for the first like 10 to 15 years, most of it, what you're paying is just interest. So a lot of times, like if you're looking to eventually rent out the house or sell it, principal interest loans aren't always the best because you're really not paying off any principal with them. However, a lot of people use them because there's there's less risk. It's a fixed interest rate. So like my buddy's very risk adverse. That's what they had asked for. That's what they got quoted on. Now, his mom had built had bought a number of houses in the past. And so she knew a little bit about mortgages and whatnot. And she said um, to the broker, what's the adjustable rate mortgage at right now? And so he quotes her a what's called a 5-1 at 6.05%. So remember, the principal interest loan was at 7.5. This goes down to a 6.05. Now, for those of you that don't know what a 5-1 mortgage is, basically it's a 30-year mortgage. But the first five years, the interest rate is fixed. So the first five years, the interest rate would be at 6.05%. And then every year after that, once a year, the interest rate would adjust. It could go up. It could go down. There's maximums that it can go up. So there's there's ways you can view mitigating risk on that and all that type of stuff. But that's how a 5-1 works. Okay. And a lot of times, like investors will use them. A lot of times people that don't think that they're going to stay in the house for more than five years or long term will use them because they there's no reason, like I said earlier, to use a principal and interest loan. Um, but they're risky. In fact, adjustable rate mortgages are oftentimes blamed for the whole mortgage crisis in 07. So I got a firsthand look at the misuse of these products. And yeah, it, it was brutal. And so my buddy has heard me talk about this stuff from 07 a ton of times because like we're incorporating a lot of this stuff into the Fitbucks technology and our coaches, like I've been training on all, like them on mortgages and stuff. So here's, he hears me talk about this stuff all the time for the last like whatever it is, 13 years, 14 years. He's heard me talk about this stuff with mortgages, right? And so he said, you know, he comes to me and he did something good because most people would have just looked at it and said 7.5%. I'm dropping it to 6.05%. I'm going to do it. I can get my house. And that's not what you should do because there is a lot of risk in that type of mortgage. And he knew that. So he called me, which was a good thing. But in the beginning, he was asking the wrong questions. And in fact, he never asked the right question. I brought it up. But he was primarily asking about things like, well, what happens if the rate goes up? Like, How's this calculation work? Um, you know, what's the risk in terms of dollar amounts? Uh, and, you know, I told him, it's like, you know, these are the different things you need to be aware of. You know, how risky is this thing? So I was, I was putting some quantification numbers to it for him and whatnot. And before I, I got to into asking many questions, the last thing that he said was, I, I think I get this. I think that we're good to go. And then he asked me, is there a way that I can hedge interest rates increasing? Like he was literally going to go out and use different financial products that I told him to use to hedge interest rates increasing. And I said, 
you know, you're thinking about all this stuff the right way. But why are you guys using a 5-1? And he's like, well, I already told you, like, you know, 7.5% interest rate on a P&I loan is just, <clears throat> I, I, <clears throat> I just don't see the need for doing that. I think I'm good with the 5-1. I said, no, 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 no. What did the mortgage broker say? That was the 10-1 interest rate. And there was like some silence on the phone when I asked him that. <clears throat> and I was like, you know, do you guys know what the 10-1 interest rate was? And he was like, um, like, what's the 10-1? Why is that important? And what a 10-1 is, it's the same thing as a 5-1. It's a 30-year loan, but instead of the interest rate being fixed for five years, it's fixed for 10 years. So when you're in an adjustable rate mortgage, you run the issue like what he was banking on was that we're going to hit an interest rate cycle and that interest rates might drop within five years. And I said to him, I said, that's a very short time for an economic cycle to potentially hit. And so you can potentially think that that's going to happen, but you could potentially be in a really bad situation in five years. Like if you go into a 10-1, you have 10 years to, to, to wait that out for an economic cycle. But not only that, over 10 years, like his income's going to go up. You know, they could potentially rent it and rental income would have gone up. So you mitigate a lot of the risk just by having a fixed rate for 10 years instead of five years. And you don't have to do anything extravagant with, you know, interest rate hedges or anything like that. It's time is hedging the risk. And I asked him again, I said, what did they offer you on the 10-1? And this is the learning lesson I want you guys to all take away from this. Not necessarily what a 5-1 is, what a 10-1 is, all these different things. His mortgage broker didn't even offer it to him. Didn't even tell him about it. But I knew just because of my financial background that because of the interest rate environment that we are in right now, I was like, I bet you, I told my buddy, I was like, I bet you that that interest rate is almost exactly the same as the 5-1 and the 10-1. So the next day he called the mortgage broker, asked him about the 10-1, and I was right. If you recall, the 5-1 mortgage was at a 6.05%. The 10-1 was at 6.10%. So literally 0.05% higher. So virtually the same exact thing. Now, at that point, they fired their broker, went with my recommendation, moved on, and you know, put in the offer on the house. But the bigger thing that I want you guys to take away from this podcast is understanding why the broker did not show him that. Because this is why the mortgage crisis happened. Like, this is like people not understanding the mortgage broker, like what their job is, all that type of stuff. First of all, it's human nature. First and foremost, okay, I'm the mortgage broker. Or let's just say you're the mortgage broker. When you show somebody a 7.5% interest rate and they ask you for a product that has a lower rate, you know, for, like even subconsciously, even if you're not a salesperson, you know this, that the path of least resistance is showing them the lowest rate possible because they're asking you for it. So that is why the broker showed him the 5-1 is because most of the time, unless you're doing a 3-1, which most people don't ever show that anymore. Most people only do a 5-1. 
that is going to be the lowest interest rate you can possibly show somebody. And so they know that that's the path of last least resistance. That's what most brokers would do because their job is to close a loan. Their job is not to under like help you understand this stuff. Their job is not to help you mitigate risk. They don't understand any of this from a financial planning standpoint. They don't care. They just want to close a loan. So a lot of people will say, well, what about like going to a financial planner? They know nothing about this type of stuff. In fact, the CFP licensing exams don't talk about any of this stuff, especially when it comes to the mortgage. So financial planners can't really help you. So then he says, well, what about real estate agents? Like I said, his real estate agents, I love. I expect any real estate agent to know about any of this stuff because their job is to help me make sure I close the loan and make sure the legal aspect on the loan is done right, not to help me with my financial plan. So especially when it comes to mortgages, the way the industry works right now when it comes to all this stuff is you are on your own. And mortgage brokers, they're going to show you that path of least resistance. And in my buddy's case, it was a 5-1 that they showed him. And luckily for him, he knew I had to figure out what the risk is of this plan and how to mitigate it. That's why he called me. And like I said, most of the time, most people wouldn't even, even do that. They would just say, hey, that's the lowest interest rate. I want you guys to, to know better. Mortgages, there's different products out there that you can take advantage of to make money complement your life. You guys hear me say that, especially if you've been following us when I talk about student loans and whatnot. You hear me talk about this with student loans all the time. Make student loans complement your life, not dictate it. I've seen so many people get into mortgages that are horrible for them and they end up going into paycheck to paycheck or whatever it may be where they can't afford it. The rate goes adjustable. And this is big right now because uh, principal and interest loans are at such a high interest rate a lot of people are going into adjustable rate mortgages in those five ones and they're setting themselves up for failure. Like in my buddy's case, like I said, he can use the 10 one. It allows him to expand the economic cycle, potentially refinance in the future. His income's gonna increase over the next 10 years. Like it mitigates the risk more and it virtually cost him nothing to do that. But yet the mortgage broker didn't even bother showing it to him. I don't want you guys to make that same mistake. Make sure you ask questions. Make sure you understand the risks of what you're getting into. Let it be a mortgage loan, the student loan repayment plans, credit cards, personal loans, asset investments. It's like this. I gave you this example for mortgages. It's like this across the board for everything. Like I'll bring up asset management, for example. You go to an investment advisor. You go to a financial planner. They don't even ask you about your debt. They don't ask you about like your 401k. They don't even look at how it's allocated because they can't make money on that. So it's like, sorry, I, I get really frustrated with this stuff. Again, this is what I said in the beginning of the podcast. This is why we started Fitbooks is that way all these biases, all these things, you don't have to worry about it. We connect all these pieces for you, okay? So first and foremost, if you guys need help, if you guys are buying houses and stuff, need help with your student loans, you know how to get all of us. Fitbucks.com, sign up. We'll help you build our, uh, an entire financial plan with our new technology. Um, but to end this podcast, again, I wanted to go through that story with you guys because it, it highlights a perfect real-world example of how you know my buddy could have put himself in a really bad situation and how I'm seeing literally I see two to three people a day that come to Fitbucks 
after they buy a house, then they want to build a financial plan. And I ask them what type of mortgage they're in. And I just shake my head because at that point it's too late. They're already in the mortgage. And it's like, why would you, would you do this? Obviously, I don't want to say anything because they can't change it at that point. And they're excited about buying the house. But it's like, I want that excitement. Like, especially when you buy a house, I want that excitement to last. I don't want to hear from you two or three years later telling me how it was the biggest mistake you ever made, which I hear that all the time. I'm hearing from people right now that bought houses in 2020 that are calling me saying, how in the hell can I get out of this? Because I, this was the worst decision I ever made. And a lot of it was because they went into mortgages and overextended themselves or went into mortgages they shouldn't have. So uh, I want you guys to avoid that, get help, ask questions. That's the podcast for today. Go back, listen to it again, because it's a very important learning lesson. We'll see you guys on the next episode.